0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. I mean, I've done everything. Glenn Perkins, I've started, I've mopped up, I've closed. Glenn Perkins, we joke around and we have fun, and he's different, he's unique. He seems like a guy that I'd like to ever do it. It's me. It's Glenn Perkins on baseball. Sweet. Welcome to the Score North Twins Show. This is Glenn Perkins on baseball. I am the host, Glenn Perkins. I'm here with Phil Mackey, Derek Wetmore. And we got some stuff to talk about today, I guess. And not Zach Grinky; <laughs> he's not he's not here in Minnesota. I, you know what? It, it was I, had a, I. I read about it this morning. Sixty four guys got traded yesterday, but it seemed like no, nothing happened. Six. So, well, so that, that includes, includes 64 like the minor, guys. Yeah,
1: there was a bunch of weird little minor league. Like the Twins acquired a double A pitcher I, yesterday. I saw
0: that. We were joking about that last night after the golf tournament. Um, that we got this guy and. Joking like Matt is like oh yeah yeah he's man he's gonna be really good I I I, I remember him and we end up looking him up and I'm like wait he's he's going to the Blue Wahoos he's going to Double A like he's like twenty yeah <laughs> and we traded him did the Twins trade him for another for another minor leaguer cash I think. Okay. Yeah, He's going to be a good one. Cash considerations. Keep your eye on him. Like, how does that even happen? Like, how does that even come up? To, like, what, what team did he come
2: from? I love how we just Brewers. started the show with the, the double leg guy that yeah. the twins got yet. Yeah. Look, I think it was a guy <laughs> got DFA'd to make room on a roster, and okay. the twins were oh. like, hey, we'll take that guy. Okay. It's just timing was coincidence that it so happened. So at least he was on, he was on a line. roster. Gotcha. So, so that wasn't
0: a deadline deal. T- I mean, technically, it, technically
2: I guess but technically it was just sort of really a coin.
1: <laughs> so what? what the, the, can I just let me lay out? I I was glass half empty yesterday, and I'm I woke up, the sun was shining, and I'm refreshed, and I'm a little more glass half full after thinking
0: about this. I'm in the same boat. Okay, I was like, I mean, I was on with you guys yesterday, and nice putt by the way. Yeah, it was like two inches short which is a bummer. I made one later on, a good putt. But, okay. um, no, so, I, you know, and I said yesterday, like, hey, the, you know, if they don't make a move, you know, at the end of the season, it might it might end up looking like a missed opportunity. But, like, wh- like I guess the way I'm looking at it now is, like, what opportunity did they miss? Because, like, Zach Greinke got traded, but that was it. I don't think that's something that they want to do. I mean, he's... I know that the the Astros got twenty, I think twenty four million from yeah, but he's owed like sixty over the next two years and then ten this year. So so they're
1: paying they're still paying him sixty million dollars. Then basically,
0: it, well yeah, I mean so they owe him seventy million from now till the end of his contract. They got twenty four back. I so like that's the only guy. But like you know, it's not like the Yankees went out and got a bunch of guys or anybody else went out and got like all the names that everybody talked about. No, none of those moved. Bumgarner didn't move. None of the Mets guys moved. Marcus Stroman went to the Mets. Like it, it was, it ended up being a little bit weird. And so, like, I, I don't, I'm not sure, like, if they actually did miss an opportunity. Yeah, I
1: f- here's. It, it's hard to piece it all together because we don't know were they talking to the Mets and something that we would have done in this room was on the table and the Twins balked at it. We don't. We don't know. There's. There's. And, and details I'm sure will come out as the twins uh, come home for the weekend and have conversations. But I think waking up, my general feeling was I still think if you go back in the last month, they missed an opportunity, I think to do something bigger than they did, but their bullpen is better than it was a week ago. Cause Sergio Romo and Sam Dyson are instantly two of their three best relievers. Yep, They still have the greatest power hitting lineup in baseball history, which is crazy to say, but it's still true. They're, they, I think they have a twenty-six or thirty home run lead on the rest of the league, and they're on pace to break the record. And they have Jose Barrios, who again, I, I know it's the Marlins, but
0: we saw him last night. Yeah, he shoves and, for seven innings. Well, and and with trading for a starter, I I've, I've said it all along. Don't do it unless it's it's a a guy the guy's better than everybody we have. So I don't think going and getting a, a guy that's going to slot in. I don't know. I mean, but then the Astros do it like they're going to put Zach Greinke. Well,
1: that's the. <laughs> They have three number one guys,
0: right? And like that, so that's where it's like, man, like, but yeah, when you have Garrett Cole and you have Justin Verlander, it's hard to slot a guy ahead of them. But do you guys look at this list?
1: I have the list of of all these dudes that we've been talking about for weeks and that have been out there in reports: Noah Syndergaard, Zach Wheeler, Madison Bumgarner, uh, even Robbie Ray and Mike Miner. When you look at that list and you see. Well, none of them moved. All of them were available at one point or another, and all of them were, you know, the, the twins were linked to pretty much all these guys. Do you look and say, well, if nobody traded for them, then the, the asking prices must have been too high, or do you look at that list and say, well, like, those guys were available, and the twins didn't pull the trigger on one of those guys?
0: Yeah, and, well, and I don't know what the Giants thing, I think people were talking about the fact that they're starting to close the gap on the wild card that maybe they don't want to trade now that they want to stick it out for this one more year. They talk about Bruce Bochy getting close to being done and trying to, to make one more run for him. So maybe Madison Bumgarner is more available in
2: June than he was at the end of July,
0: yeah. you know, once the team starts winning. I think there's something
2: to that, too. That's a great point. I think you can go individually and find an example like that. Zach Wheeler, for example. I would have traded for Zach Wheeler if I was the Twins. That'd be the guy I'd circle and say, get a starting pitcher. But if you're the Mets... Let's just walk through this for a second. Can anyone the, really figure out what the Mets are well, thinking? Let, no. That's... It's a dangerous <laughs> spot to be, and I'm going to have to shower right after going through this <laughs> thought experiment. But, like, okay, you've got for next year. Forget about the rest of this season. Next year, you've got Jacob deGrom, Noah Syndergaard, Marcus Stroman, Steven Matz. And if you want to, I know he's a pending free agent, Zach Wheeler, but you could offer him the qualifying offer. And if he says no, you get a nice draft pick and some bonus pool money in the draft. If he says yes, you've got the best five-man rotation in baseball, you know, and he's going to be making his eighteen million bucks or whatever. So I get why he didn't move, but it's moves like that or moves like the Marcus Stroman trade that, if I'm a Twins fan, I'm disappointed they didn't make, whether that was on the table or not. I don't know. I can't say here, sitting one day later. But those are the moves. Not not the Noah Syndergaard, not Zach Granke. But like those those next moves, you should have been well within your rights to get something done if you thought you needed to improve your starting staff.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's I think that's part of it too. Is that maybe they like what they have? I think they just on, might. On paper, it, you can make an argument that they're, it's probably not good enough. And I guess we'll find out. I mean, if the Twins go up against the Astros, they're going to have Kyle Gibson running out there against Zach Kinney.
1: Yeah, and so the, that's the that's kind of where I'm at with this. Is they made a decision. And they they decided for a multitude of reasons. These are the trades we're going to make. Romo and Dyson. We're not going to go as far as making this trade or that trade because we feel good enough about our situation. Now, I I think you also have to link it to what is their goal at the end of the year. If their goal is to win a World Series, now we have to wait the next two or three months and sort of judge if they get into a fiver, if they get into a game five or a game six at New York or at Houston. And it just becomes very obvious that Garrett Cole is shoving it down your throat, and Jake Arizzi is not. Yeah. Then, and, and their goal was to win the World Series. Then I think they're more open to criticism going back to July thirty first.
0: Right. And so I guess that's. I mean, you're kind of in a spot where let it play out. But I, I think I think what I thought about today was the fact that not very not very many guys got moved. Hmm. The, of those, all those people that were talked about that we've mentioned that you mentioned. Nobody else did anything, so it's something. It's, whether it's the teams didn't want to do it, Brian Cashman didn't want to do it, Dad Levine and Derek Fowley didn't want to do it, or the teams that were asking that had those players were asking too much, and so you know when when really the biggest move I think is obviously Granky, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there yeah, was, oh, yeah. there's not anything else that that is going to really impact. It, it, the twins for sure. I know that some other guys got moved. The Astros ended up getting a, a few other guys too, which yeah. I like. I said a couple weeks ago, I was I, I didn't know if they were going to really do much of anything. Sure, they traded just because they were already
1: so good. The Astros are so fascinating. So they traded for Aaron Sanchez yesterday. Yeah, and Aaron Sanchez has had a couple good seasons with the Blue Jays, but Aaron Sanchez is three and fourteen with a six and a half ERA this season as a starting pitcher, and the Astros clearly look over there and say, "Oh, we can fix that." Yeah. We'll just we'll just bring that dude over here and we'll we'll probably turn him into a long guy, but we'll he'll be a reliever, but
0: yeah, they're probably he'll probably throw one hundred and three out of the pen. Yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> it's crazy. You look at so the the Astros. We always talk about Justin Verlander and how they brought him over from Detroit, and he was he was he was good. He wasn't peak Verlander those last couple of years with Detroit. They bring him in and he's untouchable for two years, right? Yeah. But the guy that we don't talk about enough, and maybe even is a is a step up from what they did with Verlander, is Garrett Cole. Yep. Garrett Cole is going to break the Major League record for strikeout rate by a starting pitcher this year.
0: And two years ago, he was striking out like seven per nine. It was He was the guy that, yeah. like, you have this stuff. Why are you not striking anybody out? In Pittsburgh, you're talking. Yeah. Yep. So yeah.
1: imagine, I don't know, you know, obviously it depends on how open-minded pitchers are, and they just brought in a 36-year-old in Zach Brinke, but grinky has been very good at 35 or 36. Are they going to turn him into a robot I don't too?
0: Think, well, he already is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't think they're really going to do much with with Zach Crankey. I think Zach Crankey just going to go pitch and be Zach Crankey. And do you know him at all? Not just I just through other people. I mean, everybody okay. loves him, but he's just he's very particular about what he wants to do and very set in his ways. Yeah. And he's been, but that being said, like he's. He's already, I think, doing a lot of the stuff that the Astros did with Vernlander did with Cole for to himself. He's been doing that, like tweaking his pitch mix and you know altering his pitches and doing all those things. I think that the Astros are are good at identifying. He's been identif like self identifying those things for a while. He's like a uh, he's like
1: Harrison Ford in The Fugitive. He just like stitches himself up. Yeah. He does surgery on himself. Yeah,
0: that's that's that okay. uh, cranky. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, and and then but, that's a movie then, reference, Derek. Get in, get it. into the yes. what they did with the bullpen. I think they got two guys. I mean, I think everyone was all along said they need to get a couple guys. I thought that they would maybe try to get a lefty. Will Smith was that name again? Yeah, that's a different situation out there than it was a month ago when when his name was popular. That's so, a good
2: point. I thought they were going to get a lefty too, Glenn. Um, Does this to you mean they trust? I don't know. Is it Lewis Thorpe? Well, maybe or? they're
0: gonna. That's. I think they're gonna continue their what they've done is throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. And you know whether it's Lewis Thorpe or Smeltzer. Sure. Uh, I don't know if they have any more guys in the minor leagues, but
2: playoffs maybe Martin Perez is a lefty it, it, guy, right? And
0: then and then that's the other then that's the other move is you know when you go down to four starters, you you probably don't need Martin Perez. Yeah. Starting so you're gonna.
2: Put him. I mean, he was in the bullpen to start the season too. So, I actually, guys, really, really like the moves that they made. I, I think that this is a a good team with a chance to win the World Series, and they made themselves better. I, it, it's impossible to get out of the shadow of Granky and the Astros. So, I, I too, like you guys, felt kind of like not not underwhelmed, but I felt kind of like, well, I don't think he lost the trade deadline, but I don't think he won it because Houston on lines one, two, and three. If it wasn't for that one move, I'd be looking at the Yankees and being like, "Wait a second, the Twins made themselves better than the Yankees did." Right. Yeah. Like I I'd even rather go back and add Edwin Encarnacion to this mix, too. I, I like what the Twins did, by comparison. Yeah, the, the Yankees might say, well, Severino's going to come back and pitch out of the bullpen
1: at some point. And, but Great, unless, we'll Sever,
2: see. unless Severino comes back as a lights-out starting pitcher. You think Twins fans are melting down, though, guys? Imagine what it's like in the Bronx today. Did you see the back page of the Dude, post today? unbelievable. I didn't, no, Brian Cashman's looking like a up right zombie. Now. <laughs> and what, is it, what does it the, say? The, 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 the walking deadline? The walking deadline, oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, they... That's pretty good.
0: So there was a good article uh, on Fang. I was reading Fangraphs this morning, guys. If you believe that, shocking. Um, Is
2: that a baseball website
0: about, <laughs> <plan>? <laughs> about Sam Dyson? And and the headline of I found it on Twitter. I'm trying to find it on their on their like actual website, which but never I but I to. I didn't
1: read the article. I just I was
0: just headline hunting. But yeah, Twins get best reliever traded at deadline. So he not a household name. He was really good for a while with the Rangers. Dad Levine had him down there. Yeah. He got like the yips and kind of sputtered there for a little bit. Got traded to the, I think he got like DFA'd or whatever by the Rangers. The Giants pick him up, trade for him, however, signed him. And he's now like a control specialist. Seven walks this year, I think in 51 innings. Hmm. So he's different. I mean, he's striking out about a guy an inning. He gets a lot of ground balls, doesn't get home runs, but. I mean, you know, it was interesting to see that, that take that even though he's not somebody that everybody's heard of, he's not Ken Giles or any of the other names that, that people have talked about. Poor Ken Giles,
1: cortisone shots in his elbow now this last week. Just, try, just trying to tell everyone, I'm fine, guys, I'm fine. It's like needles out of his arms and stuff. But to your point about Sam Dyson and, and to Derek's point about if you just looked at this in a vacuum, their bullpen is better than it was a week ago. Sergio Romo might not be the same guy he was in San Francisco when he was untouchable for three or four years, but he's been very good. He's willing to pitch in any inning, and if you just watched that slider the other night against the Marlins, I don't know how anyone throws a pitch like that and how he can throw basically the same pitch for 10 years. And I mean, it just it cuts from your behind as a right-handed batter to the... Left-handed batter's
2: box. I couldn't even think of a comparable slider. It's like insane. I was, I was watching that and I was, it's just basically straight horizontal movement. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think like who throws a frisbee like that? That's actually a good pitch.
0: It, it's hard to throw. It's hard to when you, I mean, he's so low in his arm slot, and so it's hard to be able to get around that to hmm. get that spin on it to, to and to keep that thing like it that has basically it's got side spin.
2: Yeah, because it's not really dropping at all. I don't rem- I think I know the answer to this, Glenn, but to put you on the spot, did you ever fiddle around with where you were coming? Where your arm slot was I to never, get rid of the I slider? never
0: changed never changed my arm slot. My okay. my never, focus never
2: w- tried to throw up a little Pat
0: Nyshek uh, submarine a little once in a while. <laughs> the little the submarine change up <laughs> type of thing. Um no, I, I and I did the opposite of what Sergio Roma does. I wanted my f- slider slider to, to break as vertically as I could. Sure because the swing is more horizontal so i wanted i wanted to intersect you know have have my my slider break meet be exactly perpendicular to their swing i love this and i thought that that was the best way like obviously the 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 more on playing your pitch and their swing is the more opportunity they have to make contact with it so when I was throwing it I was thinking it was like Brad Lidge I watched Brad Lidge throw sliders okay. back when in his like in the mid2000s when he was super nasty and his slider basically broke straight down hmm. and it just made sense to me when you think about a swing path and then you think about the path of, of a your pitch, if you can get those to intersect for the least amount of time possible, yeah. then it's harder to hit.
1: I don't know a lot about pitch physics, but if you think about it, just like let's take away the strike zone and everything if, if if one person has a bat and the other person's job is to throw a pitch that they can't hit, you'd stand above them and throw it as hard as you can, right? so yes so you, right I'm just, I'm just saying like if you take this to the to the nth degree, you'd stand above them. And you would throw a pitch straight down so that they have to meet it at one point, and it's really hard. And so, oh, you mean like Randy Johnson? (laughs) (laughs) Right up here, Randy Johnson, Cliff Lee. Um, But I, I think um, one of my favorite things about the Twins bullpen now is they might have. It was kind of a you had a bunch of dud personalities. No offense, like Taylor Rogers is a nice guy, and and Tyler Duffy's a nice guy. But now you bring in two of the most. Bizarre eclectic personalities in baseball. Sergio Romo has always Sergio Romo during one of the San Francisco Giants championship parades wore a shirt that said something like, "I'm not illegal, I just look like one. yeah, he's <laughs> from oh. California. Wow, um and he's like he's got the quirky shirts and the glasses and the beard, and Sam Dyson, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Sam Dyson has an Instagram account for his cat, snuggles. Does he really?
0: four thousand five hundred followers that's for awesome. snuggles, yeah, okay, Duns Knuckles, a cat.
2: Snuckles the cat. Not, I like him. We can double that. Forty five hundred followers. Let's get, <laughs> 10, let's get that thing up to ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> let's get that thing up to ten thousand. How is that not ten k? His cat should be an influencer. His
1: his cat needs a Purina endorsement. Let's get that thing up to ten thousand followers. <laughs> so we got a, we got Snuckles, we got Sam Dyson, and we've got Sergio Romo
2: adding some some flair to this bullpen. Should be fun. I like honestly. Like I know I already said this, but. On its own, if you just look at the Twins in a vacuum, they're a lot better today than they were two weeks ago. And I think, if if you don't think so, I think you're probably underrating Sam Dyson and Sergio Romo. I think they're legit late-inning relievers that are going to help the Twins.
1: It's fair to say that Taylor <laughs> Rogers and Sam Dyson are actually two of the best late-inning relievers in the American League. Especially with Ken Giles' elbow situation. I mean, you're looking at probably two of the 10 or 15 best relief pitchers in the American League. And Romo is not quite... This year anyways, in that category, but Romo's also pitched in the biggest games. how much does do you think that matters like give me give me the better pitcher over the experience, but if I have yeah. a really good pitcher whose heart's not going to beat out of his neck in game six of a you know championship series
0: yeah I mean having a having a guy that that doesn't shrink in a situation like that's a good that's a good trait to have and I think that that might be part of what they liked in him um that yeah we we got a guy that that has been there. You got the last out of a World Series, so um, I, I think that that's it's important. I, again, yes, take the guy with the better stuff over playoff experience, but it's nerve wracking, and that's it's kind of been my argument all along for like guys that pitch in the ninth inning. That it's different than the eighth. Pitching in the playoffs is different than pitching in the regular season. It's harder, and it, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. So having a guy that's been there, that's done that, that that's a good, that's a that's a good trait to have. That's a good guy that that you can rely on. Yeah, I want
1: to run uh, just if you look at what the Astros to, to piggyback off our initial discussion, what the Astros have been doing. There's an amazing fact about the Astros if you start to trace back the last couple of years, what their blueprint is. That I want to run by you guys and get your thoughts. Also, if you are interested and hanging out with the three of us, and also Rami and Judd. We're going to bring the whole Score North Twin Show to Modest Brewing this upcoming Tuesday. 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock is the window. We'll probably tape around 5.30 or so, but we're going to record a live episode of the Score North Twin Show, and tickets are free. you got to have a ticket to get in, but it's free, and we'll give you a free beer and some other giveaways to come hang out with us. Go to scorenorth.com, dot com slash Glenn, scorenorth.com slash Glenn, and you can watch a live taping uh, before a Twins-Braves game. If you're, not, if you're not familiar, Modest is literally like a block away from Target Field, a uh, block and a half or something like that. Come hang out with us, drink a beer, and listen to us uh, spew some Twins and, and baseball thoughts. This is the Scorner Twin show, Glenn Perkins on baseball.
0: Let's bat around some banter. Twins. 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 The Score North Twin Show on Score North and scorenorth.com. Welcome back to the Score North Twin Show. Glenn Perkins on baseball. Here still with Phil Mackey and Derek Wetmore. We were chatting. You teased it before we went to break. Uh, you had something about the the blueprint for the Astros bullpen, yeah. and then we were chatting during the break, and you said it, you ch- you changed it to a, f- a factoid, a fact a factoid, so a factoid fac- like a little a factoid, and it that it kind of threw me for a loop. Uh, and factoid. so I don't even know if we're going
2: to get f- to... factoids one
0: word, Phil. Just with one T. I don't even know if we're going to be able to get to the Astros bullpen now because factoid- we need to spend a couple minutes on fact <laughs> yeah.
1: factoid. Isn't factoid hyphenated? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. Cool whip. You can't have pie without cool whip. Fat. You have a you fact, have a, you have a, a factoid. F- and then and then Derek said, "Well, how is a how is how is a nugget different than a factoid, or what what differentiates a factoid from?" And now I'm curious. A factoid. Yeah. Factoid, factoid. A factoid. I think is it'd be like it's, like it's more like it, it's more like it's it's factoid more than factoid.
1: Well, but I'm trying to think of the difference between a factoid and a fact.
0: Derek, look it up on your computer. Where's the where's the hyphen in the in like the the Webster dictionary definition? It it's is, after the it's after the T.
2: No, it's it is factoid. They have factoid. No, well, no, it's one word. But you're asking factoid. where they like the separation up phonetically is after the K. It is. It's, fact Wait, now
0: there's a there's a K in factoid? Oh, phonetically. <laughs> oh. So it's it's fact factoid. Not I guess factoid. so. You ever a think brief... about going
1: back to the UNB and an adjunct professor? <laughs> <laughs> brief or trivial uh, item of news information. Phil, what's you get a lot just better with the adjuncts that go into to brewing beer than <laughs> that going to making words. So my factoid about the Houston Astros blueprint, and this is where when you start to look at this and think about Moves that the Twins probably have to make at some point to put themselves on a World Series level uh, or just like give themselves a better chance. So, their top three starting pitchers Verlander, Garrett Cole, and Zach Greinke, A, they traded for all of them. And B, they traded. I'll just go through it. For Verlander, they gave up their number three prospect, 9 and 11 at the time of the trade. For Garrett Cole, they gave up number five, 15, and two pretty good major league pitchers that were in their. That had been uh, a part of their rotation. Um, Joe was it Joe Musgrove or Musgrave was one of them. Like just like their number four starter. So they give up like their Kyle Gibson, but younger. And uh, Zach Grinky, they give up prospects three, four, and five. And I almost feel like I we were we we did a thirty minute podcast with Derek Falvey last offseason. And uh and even he was telling us sometimes it's just like he prides himself in developing pitching, but Guys like Theo Epstein and clearly the Houston Astros, some some even smart baseball people are just like, it's really hard to develop pitching and get what you need out of an internal guy like Jose Barrios. So let's just use our prospects to trade it's for stuff. It's easier stunts.
0: to buy. That's that's Theo Epstein's thing. I've talked about that before. It's easier you 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 develop your hitters and your and your lineup because those guys are more predictable and they stay healthier. And then go get or buy or trade for acquire. Your your pitchers, guys that have been established, guys that have an established history of not being hurt, Um, you know, and that's what Garrett Cole's always been healthy. Justin Verlander's always been healthy. Zach Greinke's been healthy for a long time. So you get guys that are already there. So once you have the rest of your stuff in place, then you go get then you go get those guys. That's why they signed when they went and signed John Lester. You know he was he was kind of their guy like. All right, we've got our lineup. Every all you know, our young guys, Chris Bryant and Javi Baez and uh, Anthony Rizzo. Now let's go get John Lester. Yeah, you know, let's not let's not. We don't need to worry about developing pitchers, but that's Derek's thing. He's he's a and he's he's definitely a developmental guy, specifically in pitching. I mean, he's he's a pitching guy through and through. So I think he's
2: that's something that he wants to do. It's really interesting, and I won't cut off your. Train here for no, sure the That had, was the end of my factoid. That was the whole factoid. That was, okay. that was it right well,
0: there. Well, they're, they're smaller.
2: It's like a lesser fact. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not lesser in significance, just a of course. smaller. No, there's bite a lot size. of significance in this, yeah. In yeah. this yeah. factoid. Bite sized facts that aspire to one day be a real fact, I think, is where we're <laughs> D- Prospect. We they're on they're that. prospect facts. The prospect <laughs> fact, yeah. <laughs> I think that what you just said, Glenn, rings true on Derek Falvey wanting to be a development guy. What's interesting about that is that it's basically, I mean, until and unless he wins a World Series, he is going to have to sort of defend the credibility of that idea, because it's not as much fun from a fan's perspective, and I can say this because I follow Tottenham Hotspur in the English Premier League. It's Premier League, not Premier. Wow. Premier that's it's more That's hoity-toity. It's more fun, yes it is. I That's said like that with both pinkies Cup of in the tea air. with a pinky, yeah. <laughs> Earl gray black, please. I said, like it's more fun to just go get the splashy player who's already good. It's more fun to buy a player in a transfer window in that sport than it is to take somebody who's 22 and be like, "Hey, this guy, I know you don't know his name right now, but I think he is a star 2 years from now. We're going to work with this guy. We're going to develop him. He's going to work under a world-class manager. And in baseball, same deal. Like, Taylor Rogers was not a fun name four years ago. No disrespect to he, Taylor Rogers. He, he wasn't even a fun name a year ago. Really? Well, at this time, he was starting to become a fun name. But, like, it's right around that time. I saw him in the Fall League in, like, 2015. And yeah, he was a pitching prospect, but he was, like, lefty, fastball, curveball, changeup. High 80s, low 90s. Yeah. There's nothing too yeah. special about him other than that. You saw there was something there. The Twin Scouts to their credit, even back then, there's some this guy's got it. We just need to get it out of him. And so my long-winded point is that it's more fun to go buy somebody who is already a big name and can help your club right now. It's not even gonna be it's not even gonna be an idea that is popular until or unless the twins win a World Series. To get the most out of Taylor Rogers, to get the most out of Tyler Duffy. Martin Perez was fun for a long time when he was looking like, oh my gosh, career rejuvenation. If the Twins can just do that, though, multiplied across 20 guys, they'll have a really good chance for each of the next five years. It's it's just not as much fun. It's not as splashy. You want, And you want it to be fun. The fans do. I mean, I, yeah. I get what you're
0: saying. I'm just, I'm just right. joking. But... You're putting words in my mouth. <laughs> it's, uh... You're putting factoids in my mouth. <laughs> I, I just speak in facts. I don't do factoids. <laughs> um... No, and I, and I get that. I just I you got I and I still I guess default to sticking with them because it seems like they know
2: what they're doing. Yeah, it's like I told Phil this other day like I just I think they've earned the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, it's hard to argue with what they've done thus far. And
0: so hopefully that's and that's kind of what I was getting at yesterday with the missed opportunity. Hopefully at the end of the season they don't they 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 don't have to look back and think if we would have done this thing or yeah. if we
2: would have done that thing. We would have pulled a trigger on one of those deals. Now if they
0: make the playoffs and they get swept in the first round, you can probably look back and say, well, they didn't. They were more than one guy away.
1: It's uh the the initial reaction for the, the initial negative reaction yesterday. I think there's a lot of pent-up fan frustration from previous regime, previous, at, at the Metrodome, previous revenue situation, too. And the Twins are more of a mid-pack revenue team now. And at the Metrodome, they were like a bottom-five revenue team. And and Terry Ryan, for years and years, was very much about, for us to continue to be a relevant team, you know, five, ten years down the road. And that actually ran out in 2011, but... You can't go trading your top two or three prospects because those are guys that you can build teams around if you're right and you develop those guys. And I just remember this crossroads in 2010 where they had a chance with one of the best teams in baseball to trade Aaron Hicks for Cliff Lee in a package. And they made a philosophical decision. Not everyone else is We want J.R.
0: Murphy instead two years
1: later.
0: (laughs) Right. That is why We don't want Cliff Lee now. In two years we want J.R. Murphy. (laughs) Yep.
1: And, and especially the bombs that he hits off Glenn Perkins
2: really <laughs> solidify it.
1: Yes, and and now I just think I know fan frustration kind of goes back to the Terry Ryan regime. I still think these guys have more gamble in them. They didn't gamble at this deadline, but whether it's this off season or next July thirty first, at some point you got to trade like a Trevor Larnick and. Uh, and maybe a uh, Dark Gratterall for a win-now move. And I th- I think they know that, and I think they're willing to do it, but they didn't do it yesterday. I,
0: and I, and that's where I just you wonder about the opportunity, if the opportunity was there. And I know that early on, the Padres, that's another guy that everybody talked about, Kirby, Kirby Yates. They asked for Alex Kirilov. Like, you don't do that. Yeah. You know, and, and Noah Syndergaard, you don't trade Byron Buxton for Noah Syndergaard. You can't. You trade anybody else, but you can't trade Byron Buxton for that. Like, you're you're making yourself worse by getting rid of him.
1: Yeah, if you traded Byron Buxton for Noah Syndergaard, the Mets would have to throw in like two other things to make that an even trade. There's Buxton's under team control a year longer. He
0: he he lowers your staff ERA by a half run. <laughs> well, he, he's you part know, of the it's reason like your best that Noah Syndergaard would be good here. Right, it's because he has Byron Buxton in center field instead of Juan Lagares or whoever they run out there. So. You can't do that. So maybe the opportunity wasn't there. Like they, they legitimately tried to go get Craig Kimbrell, and he chose a longer deal over a short deal. They tried to get Kirby Yates, and they asked for Alex Kirilov, and they yeah. said no, which is the right move. So maybe the opportunity wasn't there. And I say that because, like I said at the beginning of the show, other teams didn't do it either. Right? We didn't get right. the Twins didn't get outbid for Syndergaard or Wheeler or Bumgarner or any of those guys. They didn't get outbid. They didn't go anywhere. So nobody, nobody, won't, nobody was able to get them, probably because the teams were asking for too yeah, much. the stuff. other
2: side of the negotiation, I'm guessing, yeah, helped break it and, down. and
0: so you can you can be mad at the twins if everybody else did stuff, but the twins didn't, and I'm okay with them not getting Zach Grinky I don't I wouldn't I, I, I mean he's that the age thing and, and, the, and the cost doesn't do it for me.
1: Yeah, he also I believe I saw a report that he had the twin. Not that this always matters, but I think he had the twins on his no trade list. He but did. that also could just be like, give me a couple extra million to waive the no trade, yeah. right? I mean, that how, typically why? that's like the guys will put
0: like playoff teams on their on their no trade because then you then 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 if you get traded there, then you could say, I want another year on my contract, or I want this much to waive mm. it, or yeah. or however it works. I always did it like I didn't. I put Toronto and Miami on there because I didn't want to go play there. I think I'd, I'd like, <laughs> I had like it was like Tampa, Pittsburgh, Miami. So Toronto. you just went like the cities that you didn't want to live yeah. in, basically. Yeah.
1: What's wrong with Miami? It's hot down there. Well, and they're, they're gonna... terrible. What they, do you mean? It's... They they just. Uh... Well, they had a couple hits last night in the ninth <laughs> inning. <laughs> they, then a actually, guy that got dicey last night. My guy way.
2: cuts up the Twins for seven innings, and they traded him. It's like <laughs> it's true. If it's not nailed down in Miami, it's going.
1: Yeah, that's like the. Is Derek Jeter? Was he just sent there as? Was he sent there as like the owner from Major League to just like blow up the franchise and move it somewhere else?
0: Did they trade another guy last? Zach Gallon, the guy, the, who, the
2: guy who pitched against the Twins. He's two like 22 ago. years okay. old. He's and he's four old. years team control, and they're like, "Nah, that's good enough." Who? What did they get for him? Um, Cash considerations? Him no, no, they got something like a shortstop prospect, I think, from the Diamondbacks.
1: Think about it, they traded
2: Christian Yelich that's with just multiple
1: years left, and Christian Yelich became the best player of our generation. It, apparently, it, 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 <laughs>
0: it, well, if they never, if the Marlins never made a trade, they'd probably be the best team in baseball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they'd be on <laughs> the short list. Yelich, Stanton,
0: Stanton Ozuna. J T mudo Oh my God! Uh, Yelich, like brutal. It, it's amazing. They they uh, they cr- traded that Chris Paddock to yeah, the Padres. Right. I forgot about that too. I mean, it's like, they would be
2: one of the best teams in baseball. They'd be
0: incredible if they just didn't make trades. Yeah. What and was they'd just pay for it? What was your beef about Toronto? You still want to live out I, of the country? It, it, yeah, doing the customs thing. I actually love Toronto,
2: but I didn't want to do the
0: customs thing. That would have been that's it's too much of a that's a pain.
2: The negotiation thing that fell apart had me thinking, like Brian Cashman, you guys mentioned how he got ripped on the back page of the New York Post for being the walking deadline. And it's just a, it's a photo of zombie Brian Cashman with a hole in his head saying like <laughs> stood pat and watched the Astros get cranky. The well, Star Tribune needs to start doing this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Pioneer Press. I was I was laughing yesterday that like that every contender who wants to talk about how prudent they are and how thoughtful they are about the future and future considerations, while all of baseball is fawning over the Astros rotation and crowning them at least American League champions. Yeah possibly World Series champions. Every contender is sitting there with their like Mr. Burns fingers saying yes. But one day Garrett Cole will become a free agent and then we'll have our day in the sun. That's one of the things that cool, I, but I saw a couple people mentioning that
1: there's a lot of a lot of contenders in the American League that are happy that the Astros are Getting rid of all their young talent because it means their run's gonna it's like that's like saying, Oh man, like at some point the Warriors yeah, they're gonna smoke you for the next few years. That, well, that's the Wolves plan. it just <laughs> it that's is. been the Wolves
0: plan for twenty five years. <laughs> yes. just at every, some point Steph Curry's gonna retire. Playing yeah, the line. Gosh game. dang it now, now. the Lakers are good again. <laughs> Here we go, that's another four year window we gotta Yes, if we can just wait out the four years of Kawhi <laughs> in Los Angeles,
1: jeez, <laughs> then it'll be time for us to... We will w- have what, our time. We can trade Carl Anthony Towns for draft picks right, and then yeah. hope to get another Carl Anthony Towns.
2: Well, cool, Yankees and Twins and whoever else, Indians even. The Indians might have taken a half step back to try to take a long-term step forward. Cool, the Astros are just going to go win 105 games and try to sweep the playoffs.
0: The Indians' trade was interesting, and I don't know... If we have do if we have time to, we yeah, we time. Get into that one. Let's do it right now. But I, that was fascinating, and and some of the guys that they got back. The one dude's got had twenty seven home runs. Fran Meal? yeah, you know, twenty seven home runs this year so far. He's a forty home run. He guy. plays in Petco. Yeah, so, so he's but gonna hit, hit fifty. The, the <laughs> Padres hit bombs like a ton of guys. Yeah, it's crazy. Are, are hitting homers over there.
2: Um, it's almost like the baseball is and different. The, the
0: Puig thing is a rental, but I guess yep. they just they felt like if they get Corey Kluber back and they get Clevenger back and those guys get healthy, then they're going to be okay without Bauer, and they needed offense. Danny yeah. Salazar might come back, too. They've oh, my got, gosh, I forgot about him. I think he yeah. just
1: went on a rehab. He started a rehab thing in the minors. Wow. like the, He's been out for a year or two. So it's but crazy. Oh, go ahead, Phil. I was going to ask about Trevor Bauer. So um, he, he takes the ball and throws it over the center field fence when Tito comes out to take him out. Do you think, I mean, obviously there was a pain in the ass factor for the Indians there, too, but, like, did that would that affect your decision whether you're the Indians or somebody else? No, not at like all. he
0: cuts his he cuts his hand on a drone, he throws a ball over the center field fence. You kind of like, just know what you're you're getting with him. Okay. And that you know, it's the it's the it's the old like NFL adage. If the if the performance outweighs the baggage, it's, then the it's talent okay. to baggage
1: ratio. Yeah. yeah.
0: And and once that ratio goes the other way, then then the guy's I mean then he's he's going to he's going to abrupt his career's going to abruptly end. Is what's going to happen? Because at some point, it's just going to turn out where nobody's going to want to deal with that stuff because he's not good enough.
1: Do you think he's if if somebody really because he's on record saying he has a paintball gun to the groin bet? Yeah, if he takes a multi-year deal, yeah. But so you're me us? if somebody offers him eighty million or a hundred million on a multi-year deal, do you think that dude turns it down? I it depends how. Bad. He wants to get shot in the <laughs>
2: junk. I guess. I mean, he, for that he, reason alone, he, I'm he, turning he can it down. he
0: can do it if he wants. Right? He could take the deal, but then he's got to take the the paintball to the junk. If so. he's a man of his word, is it is it you know how much how much is it worth to get shot?
1: there with a paintball. Wouldn't that be something if you you sign that contract and uh maybe, <laughs> maybe your can your new you... team put a clause in your contract you cannot take paintball shots to the groin. But Sorry, <laughs> I
0: legally I can't take the shot to the groin. So that they got and then they got one other guy, Logan, Logan Allen, Allen, a top a, 100 prospect yeah, pretty pitching. Good prospect, guy. Guy. Like,
2: so I think my first reaction was It's pretty tough to replace Trevor Bauer, but the Indians might have just done it. Like I, I felt at first that they got better today and then tomorrow because they're going to have Framir Reyes for like what is it five years of team control, and then this Logan Allen guy. We'll see pitching prospects, you know, suspects until proven otherwise. But that's a good piece to add to your system. I did some more thinking on it. I I do think they took a small step back this year because Bauer is. I mean, an elite arm talent, and maybe you ding him for the the personality stuff that people don't really like as much. He's a weirdo. He's like, to me, he's like an elite talent minus because of that stuff. But you're losing that from your rotation. I know maybe you get Salazar back. I I know maybe you get Kluber back. But in the meantime, you're starting a replacement guy for one of the 15 best pitchers in baseball. Yeah, they're,
1: they're playing the Astros, Yankees, like they're playing all these stuff. Yeah. Th- and, and, and the
2: lead has gone from one to three quick. Here's right? the interesting bet. We're talking from a Twins perspective that they're saying, okay, I want to lower my long-term chances to up this year's World Chan- World Series champ chances from eight to like 15% by trading for Thor. Okay, the Indians are saying, okay, Fangraphs is telling us we got a 75% chance of the playoffs. Let's make that 70% and add to the future. That's a really fascinating bet for a team it, that yeah, hasn't it, locked it, up a wild card. It's not
0: like they didn't, they definitely didn't punt on the season, but they, I'm trying to
2: like come up with like an analogy for what they did. Like it was like a third and long draw play up the middle. Yeah. Like some of these go for first downs. Yeah. But, uh, well,
1: in 2004, the Red Sox won the World Series. Earlier that year, they traded Nomar Garcia Parr to the Cubs. Noma? Noma to the Cubs. Remember, you guys remember that? Injury prone. Frankly, <laughs> but yeah. They already had, they had, Studs all over the field, and they said, I mean, like, we probably don't need Noma long term. Let's get something. I don't remember what they got for him. I don't know if it was major league talent or minor league,
0: but yeah, a draw play on third down. Yeah, that's, yeah, they didn't punt. Yeah, they didn't give up, but they're like, yeah, let's see if this works. Maybe I'm assuming that they do look at their chance of winning the division, and they're, they're, I mean, I I, I haven't looked at the play, uh, the odds lately, but it's got to be getting back with a three game lead now. It's got to be getting close to 90 over 90% again. There's a sports book I saw yesterday that has the Twins and the Indians.
1: The Twins are like 15 to 1 to win the World Series and the Indians are 16 to 1. So huh. there are there are smart people in Vegas that think right now, and now that includes indi I think the Indians are a wild card team right now. They're the number 1 wild card team, so they're they're saying both teams are going to get in and the Indians have a slightly lesser chance because they have to go through this coin flip game first, but sure. then both teams are going to be
2: into The same area. By no means do I think the division is like wrapped up. It's over. Signed, sealed, delivered for the Twins. But I'd give them the heavy favorite chances right now. And so I just think it's a really fun and interesting bet that the Indians are saying, all right, this is okay. We'll see you next year. But I think they're not not cashing in their chips for this year. Yeah, the
0: Twins are at 80% to win the division.
2: Okay. Um, Four out of five.
0: Yep. And then the the 98% to make the playoffs. Indians are 80% to make the playoffs. Okay. So It's fascinating. Yeah, so I think that, they, they, that you're exactly right.
2: Maybe it was 85, and then they're yeah. like, okay, we'll give away an ace, and it's 80, They yeah. we still like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the Score North Twin Show, Glenn Perkins on baseball. The Score North Twin Show. Have you guys ever wondered what it's like to be a twin? On Score North and scorenorth.com.
0: This copyrighted show is presented by authority of the Office of Score North. It may not be reproduced or retransmitted in any form, and the accounts and descriptions of this show may not be disseminated without the express written consent of Score North. Thank you, Glenn Perkins.
1: Reminder, next Tuesday at Modest, between 5 and 7 o'clock, Score North and the Score North Twin Show with Glenn Perkins is going to be hanging out doing a live taping of this exact show before Twins and Braves. And tickets are free. you got to be signed up, so make sure you go to scorenorth.com slash Glenn if you want to hang out with us and find out more information. Uh, scorenorth.com slash glen to get your name on the list, to get a free beer from Modest and some other giveaways that we're going to be doing throughout the course of uh, the evening. So we've been talking about weird Trevor Bauer and Sam Dyson. We've been, during the commercial break, there, are uh, scoping out his Instagram account for his cat, Snuckles. Snuckles. Snuckles Forty Seven is that what the account is? Yeah, okay.
0: He brings it to the field like it's his kid. So what? <laughs> Sundays
2: <laughs> yeah. at the ballpark, you we get he get bring bring a he good brings thing that, the cat and, to the field. Yeah, it's
0: a good thing that Eduardo Escobar is not on the Twins anymore. That wouldn't work. No, He's Deathly afraid of cats. Yeah, like he he runs out of the room. Dude, afraid. maybe
2: that's why. Like I <laughs> two years ago when the when the Rangers DFA'd him, I said the Twins should go sniffing around. Maybe that's why they did their advanced <laughs> scouting and knew. Nah, this ain't gonna work. This is one of our best position we players. Love we can't Escobar. put a cat in the clubhouse. Can't upset the clubhouse with a with a cat. <laughs> wow, that's with the Siamese. They're areas. better than I gave them credit. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> um, so I didn't know that about Eduardo Escobar. I think yeah, maybe. he's definitely afraid. And uh, um, Rod Carew has a cat, and so he brought it in a couple times. Once during spring training. Once he was here. <laughs> And uh brought it in it's it's like a phobia he, right he like like it knocks everything out of like he was running out of the room and nothing's getting in his way. Like, what is he afraid of door, the cat yeah no but like, like he, the cat I think he has what?
2: a legit phobia it's because um, he does some goofy things and you can I was gonna say that's the best fact to all show <laughs> yeah no but he's he does some weird things like he's a goofy guy funny guy you can see why he's popular. Among his teammates, Escobar, I'm talking, but like there are some things that he just does that are weird because it's weird. Okay, but the cat thing I think is legit. Like yes. I think he's yeah. Just that's actually, not a
0: bit. That's not like him being funny, being goofy. I don't he understand. Gets terrified. That, I don't yeah. get
1: the cat phobia thing because I'm a, I'm a cat guy and I and I'll be honest. Also have an, an Instagram account for the cats, Tigger and Tommy. Tigger passed away, so it's a little weird. We should probably change the uh, <laughs> just just the <laughs> Tommy. Name. Now. It's just Tommy, but. Is it weirder to is it weirder to be afraid of cats or to bring your cat to a major league clubhouse? Why are why is Rod Carew and well, Sam
0: why, Dyson bringing have have a choice? to a clubhouse? So, Rod brought it just to mess with Escobar. Okay, all right. He wasn't posing on the field with taking pictures. Okay, uh, with the with the <laughs> and cat. Also, Phil. It's The funniest part about it, though, is, like, dogs love that stuff. Like, dogs, you can, cats, like, Throw a you, have to, like you have to, like, pin it down. Couldn't care Because it less. just wants to get away from wherever it is. <laughs> like, that's, I was, I never liked cats. I never trusted cats. I always felt like they were going to, like, sink their fangs into my thumb. And then, like, like you can look up, like, cat bites on the internet. And, like, the infections that people oh, you, get are just horrendous. You can, you can die. Oh, it's you it's can, horrendous. You can
1: get te- if, no tetanus. No kidding. Yeah.
0: And, and so I was always I afraid of everyone else's cat. Thinking that like, and their their teeth are like needles. So I'm like, all I see is like the thing's gonna like sink into my hand, and I'm gonna lose my hand. But as long as it's both right kids hand. got in the last year have gotten a cat. Oh, and they're they're the um, you're a cat dad now. Yeah, they're hmm. they're both the same kind. I forget what they are. They they got long hair, and I don't know. They're they're so stupid. And like you don't realize how stupid they are until you have one living around. See, you. I think in general cats cats tend to be smarter. No, than, they're they're like, but your, maybe yours are they're different. They're like twenty percent. They have like twenty percent less brain cells than a dog. <laughs> wait, wait, cats in general? Yeah, cats are cats know. are incredibly stupid. But they just pretend to be smart. They, they you just think they're smart because they're like sly. Yeah, but they, they're
1: not. They they always they always stare at you like they know what they're doing and they know what you've see, been doing
0: see our cats the especially my older daughter's cat it looks That's at a lot it, looks, there. it looks at you like they like there's nobody home and she looks at you it's like it's got that blank stare like there's <laughs> nobody home inside <laughs> about, there i've got to, I- <laughs> there's, so, Like dogs, you get home, a dog runs to the door. The cat, just like put a flashlight, up I'll by walk in own. and like, where's the cat? And it'll just be like on its little bed, like sprawled out, and like doesn't even acknowledge your existence.
1: Yeah, well, it it knows you're there, but it can't be it can't be bothered. It's not See dog. It dog care they're not less.
0: smart enough. That's the
1: problem. No, they know it's a, so. Tommy responds to his name.
0: Think so about they, that. they say like one in like ten will do that.
2: Yeah, we gotta. I wonder we got if a, we Snuckles 47 responds to the name Snuckles.
1: Judging by the cross-eyed pictures
0: of Snuckles, <laughs> I'm going to say no. Snuckles, no. Snuckles might
2: be on the lower end of the cat IQ scale. I don't know. <laughs> well, I just That's... I can't get over that you're like, you're. so Rod Carew brings his cat to the field, and Phil's like, why is Rod Carew bringing his cat to the field? Here's the secret. He's Rod Carew. He can do literally whatever he wants at Target <laughs> Field. A there,
0: there, are no rules. He, he's got the. It's usually his wife, but they have the the stroller with and the, the cage. cage. Oh, and the no! Yeah, you got to cage it because they don't like. <laughs> I just go wherever a, wherever a cat is. If you bring it somewhere, if you pick it up, that's the only place on earth they don't want to be. Like well, they are going to get away from wherever they are. So like these pictures of, of Dyson on the field, he's like strangling it. He's got it like in a, in like a like a bo- full body hold because the thing wants to run yeah, away
1: I'll give you that about cats cats you, they're always they're a flight risk they're on
0: <laughs> they're on their own program <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are on their they're own they're a program. flight risk yep that's this why you need the, the stroller this is the best I'm gonna go buy a cat stroller <laughs> oh man alright if you guys like
1: Glenn Perkins on baseball the Scorn Twin Show or if you're just done after that last segment Give us a five-star review anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Go subscribe to the Scorner Twin Show. Give us a five-star review and tell a couple baseball-loving or cat-loving friends. Be great. See you guys.